0: Gabi oh Marginelli He comes from Sao Paulo and he plays for the Arsenal. Good morning and welcome to the Central High. You all know that Tottenham are shit. Tottenham, Potsmo, are shit. back to the Mr Arsenal podcast uh, for your first podcast of the year of 2024. And uh, as you can see, after a long, long time, we are joined by
1: Andrew from Dar Square to Wear. How are you doing? I'm all right, well. thanks, mate. I've forgotten what this is all like, to be honest. I'm trying <laughs> to work it out. I think it must be about a year um, or so since our last podcasted, or close on. I think it might have been take, right at yeah. the beginning of last... Oh, was it the beginning of this season, maybe? I don't know, maybe one or two uh, midway through last year. But it's great to be back, and thanks for having me, mate. Good to see you again.
0: Problem. Yeah, likewise as well. But um, I I hoped it would be better on better circumstances, because obviously form recently has not been great. But we are going to try tonight and be upbeat, and be, be real at the same time, but be upbeat and try to find the positives out, positives out of the last few games, especially on it's Sunday? Yeah, Sunday, wasn't it? Um, yeah. um we as like we will be real, but we will find we'll try and find the positives along the way and have a have a chat about the uh Onana situation as well in terms of in terms of the Everton what, not the May United one, that would be all for May United, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but um yeah, First off, how have you how have you found the season so far compared to last season? Because we haven't really, apart from the group chats, we haven't really spoke one on one have we, about about the season itself. And mm. are you are you at all concerned of the playing style, certain decisions that have been made by the manager, and our recent form since Liverpool away?
1: Well, as a real quick overview, I mean, we've not been as exciting, obviously, but. I have been pleased with the way things are going up until Christmas. Obviously, we were top at Christmas, so we can't really complain too much there. I would have preferred the same sort of swashbuckling type of football that we had last season, but that didn't take us to the title where we wanted to go in the end. Mm. So things had to change, obviously, and with Declan Rice coming in, um, obviously that's really helped with those the three at the back. And I mean... You know the back two central defensive partnership with him in front of it has obviously made us so much better defensively giving us a better foundation to build upon um but I, I just think that yeah like I said I was happy up until Christmas um but things could be better regarding the attack um and since Christmas obviously with the three losses on the trot now obviously two in the Premier League one in the in the uh FA Cup. I think the the only sort of real problem game as as such was obviously the Fulham one, which I I, I think was just a real outlier. It was just something that um, was completely against the grain, considering the, the whole performance. Because in the other games that we've lost, you can say that we played, still played pretty well, but we obviously weren't putting the ball in the net. But we could see that there was an Arsenal performance in lots of areas in between the boxes, as, as Mikel Arteta famously keeps saying. We were great, apart from in both boxes. But in the other games that we lost, I say, we were showing that we're playing some very, very good football with better finishing. We could have won. But um, in the Fulham game, that was, I think I put it on Twitter. I said that one that needs to get locked in the box. Chain wrapped around the box, taken into the middle of the ocean, and just dumped straight away so we can just try and get over it because it was a bit of an abomination. But um, apart from that, I think the the football is still good. Um, I think we're suffering from very bad luck in the respect that all of our front players, the front three in particular, are suffering from lack of form and maybe a bit of confidence all at the same time, which is extremely, extremely unlucky because normally you get away with one being out of form and the other two maybe uh, you know, covering that a little bit. But obviously they're not doing that. And uh, that gives me a little bit of comfort because that's not going to go on forever. It's just the law of averages says that that's not going to go on forever and they will start hitting form again. And when they do, it will be a very good attacking performance like we saw at the beginning of last season again. Um, but yeah that's a sort of very quick summary of where we are I mean what's, what's your thoughts
0: uh, well I, yeah in terms of, in terms of your, last, your last statement there about the front three I, it, it is extremely rare for any club to go, especially a team that's competing for titles nowadays like we have been for last season and we technically are now we're only five points off. People, we are sort of getting carried away with the defeat because of the defeats and being back but we are only five points off of Liverpool, who we are top. We played them in a few weeks' time. They haven't got. They don't going to have Salah. They've got. They're not going to have Trent. But I mean, we've now found out today. He's so apparently he overextended his uh, knee or something over, on Sunday. Yeah, that he's couldn't been, have happened
1: uh, last weekend, could it? I mean, I know, could done, the weekend you know, before.
0: We've got no Salah. We don't know, again. We don't know the situation with Van Dyke. How long he's out for? So, but you've got no Salah now. No Trent, who's been integral for them. Especially drifting into that, mid- that inverted as they as they doing it I mean, with him inverting to midfield and all that. So again, we've got another bite of the cherry. We can't we can't beat Liverpool next one. I mean, Jesus, mm. I mean, I went to I think mean, it was a Sunday as well. Just touch on Sunday. I wanted to it with confidence, not just not not just because of the most Salah effect and then running that about Van Dyke. I just thought we we're at home. It's the FA Cup. Our record in the cup, record in general in the FA Cup at home is up is is arguably the best I think it's the best at the moment that than, than anyone else that's had home ties. We've only up till Saturday, sorry Sunday, we only had like what three defeats in the FA Cup you know, at home you know, over X amount of over ten years or so. Which I think the last before that time, I think the last time we lost was I think was, I'm trying to think. The last time we lost in the FA Cup at home I believe don't hold me to this. I believe it had been Watford quarterfinals, twenty seventeen. I want to say,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I want to say it might be wrong, but it sounds about right. So had all that going into, going into it, I thought, okay, yeah, and seen the lineup. I thought, oh, court, cool. they're there, they are there for the take, and it's just weren't our day. And we had to, we could, the, the frustrating thing for us was I was watching it, and it's like we're creating chances, we're, we are creating the chances. This is the frustrating thing. We're creating it. It's the fact, no matter who's up in that front, that front three, it just ain't working. Be it, obviously, obviously as you saw on Sunday, Kai up top with Zaka and um, Reese. I mean, Reese had that magnificent chance, that like, long ball over the top from Ramsdale, and you could see the match. If he had match fit, you could tell he didn't have the match fit, the, the match fitness levels to finish that off. Because a more, I'm more match time on his, under his belt, Reese could have been more likely have finished that.
1: Yeah, I think so. And
0: that's been another... i frust- gone on to Arteta. The frustrating thing for me this season is breaking his, in terms of Reese Nelson, he broke his neck to, to sign him down to a long-term deal in the summer. But then it gives him nine minutes this se- well, next to no minutes this season. He's taking kids... Even though we've got injuries and all, but he's taking kids onto the bench even games that were cruising, like, was it the Lons game, of six, like, five, six neared up, like, four four up at half-time, he could have rotated, put pulled of them on there, or Eindhoven away, when it was all done and dusted. And it was like, he's, he didn't want to do I don't understand why he's taking the kids out. He's not going to give them the chance, that makes sense? He's, like, hit and miss when he wants to give the kids a chance, and it's very, like, one-off. Like, we saw the Brentford, um, Brentford game in the Cup, the Carabao Cup, sorry. I would like to see more of the kids, especially, especially at this moment in time where our squad is thin with injuries. I think... You know, uh, part of all that.
1: I don't know if you've heard the, the, them talking about it on the Arsecast yesterday or the day yeah. before. I don't know if you listened to that. But anyway, I've got a very good point. I mean, we have got a noticeably really good academy, but at the moment, what we are missing out on are the Players that are more ready, like the 19 20 year olds, they made a really good point. And the ones that we've got at the moment that are anywhere near close to the the squad are uh, obviously Nuranieri, Miles Lewis Skelly, and um, uh, oh god, what's his name? The defender, um, gone out my head, um, the defender that gets on our bench quite a lot, and all these forces yeah raw waters that's it raw waters and um from that lot there's only raw waters that's of that sort of age where they are getting a lot more and more sort of experience and and be to be ready to be in the first team because there's not many that, six because obviously when year is still 16 uh um, Skelly 17 and they are getting the experience of being with the first team on a regular basis with you know training every single day being on the bench being taken to european um, away nights and and so on and so forth They're getting all the taste of that and that's all good stuff for them but get yeah, to, to actually put them in the first team of sort of 16 and 17, very sort of you know stretch i don't totally take your point against um lons when we were five we nil up at half time hmm. at home you know, maybe that would have been a good opportunity to get them on. Don't, only you can, you know. Only, only Arteta knows why I didn't put them on in the second half of that. But apart from that, it's a very early age at uh, uh, a club like Arsenal, who's obviously going for every trophy that they're they're actually in. You know, that's a bit of a joke, obviously, after last Sunday. But you get my point. We're actually at the top end of the league We're in the second, you know, the, the latter stages now. Going through to the knockout stages of the, the Champions League, it's going to be very tough at 16, 17 to get, to get, mm. your, to get your chance. And we are really light in the, sort of the 19 to 20 year old sort of category. And with Royal Waters, he's obviously um, a very talented kid. That's why he's getting on the bench so often and training with the first team so often. But when you are looking at um, either playing at right back or, or centre back, it's an extremely difficult area of the pitch to sort of start staking your claim when you're only nine. I think he's eight, 19 uh, now, maybe, 18, 19. But when it. you're, a, a, again, a club like Arsenal, when you're expected to play either at centre-back or, or right-back, it's a really tall ask to, to get chucked in. So it's one of the mm-hmm. most difficult places on the pitch to, to play, isn't it? At such a young age. So mm-hmm. I, t- I do get that point. Um, and I do think they will get their opportunity because obviously, if they're good enough, they will get their opportunity. We know that. So, yeah, I just wanted to, to point that out. I think it was a really good conversation they had on the Ask Cast mm. the other day, and it made a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check that out. I don't have a chance to check it out. I've been so busy, but I'll watch, it. I'll watch it, listen to it on um, Spotify late after this. But um, whilst I'm downloading this one for the audio, um, I think another, for me, the, the main thing, again, you probably know because I'll we're both in. My thoughts on the on the situation that's occurred since September, the goalkeeping situation. Mm. I mean, did you did you get yourself why Ramsdale was dropped, the way he was dropped, considering people people make comparisons like Gary comes in and makes a comparison for when Leno was t- dropped out. But the difference for me was when Leno was dropped and Ramsdale was put in, it was because Leno's form was diabolical. He was deep, we were leaking goals. He had a year. A year the previous season as well showing he wasn't capable. And Aaron got given his chances. We were mentioned about players getting in their chances. But we were, this time round, it was Aaron. Had, for me on the pitch, Aaron hadn't done anything wrong this season. At the Start of the season, and I think again we we've been told that this situation has caused angst to win the, win the squad because of what the character of what Aaron is and what he brings on the match day and all that. And then we're seeing... The, for me, I saw sort of... When I see Ray in goal recently, when you see the Manchester on Sunday, there's a clear difference in terms... Not in terms of the goalkeeper, to get to the goalkeeper side of him but when I say clear difference, there's a clear difference in the sense of that the, our defence and our team look more... At ease when, when Aaron's there because Aaron's more vocal, he, he demands his box. I've not really seen that with Ray. I don't know if you have, but I want to get your thoughts on that. Do you think that's having I, a contributing factor on this whole situation? Yeah, with,
1: I'm, re- the pressure? I'm obviously a massive Ramsdale fan, and, and I agree with everything you said regarding the fact that he, he's very commanding in his box, he's um, got talks and communicates really well with all the defenders in front of him, all the fans love him, all the opposition fans hate him, and I think that brings out the best in him when we're away, for example. And it was extremely, extremely harsh when he was dropped. Hmm. I can see why he wanted to get Raya in. I think it's it's relatively self-explanatory in lots of cases whereby he, he wants him as a sweeper. He wants him as a fifth defender, mm. not just as a goalkeeper. So that's why he plays so high um, and why he needs to do so good with his feet. And I do think he's better with his feet than Ramsdale, although Ramsdale is, is an excellent sort of long passer. I think when the push comes to shove and, he, and they're doing the rondos around the back, he Raya is sort of more calm in those sort of circumstances than Ramsdale is. But... Taking all that into account, I, you know, I don't think that the slight small percentage difference that that brings is enough to to do what's been done. Because I don't think the, the difference is so big or so vast that it was worth it in the long run. You know, I, I genuinely don't believe that. And I know we needed uh, another defense, uh, goalkeeper anyway. Because um, Matt Taylor, well, Matt Turner, rather, wanted to go. There was an offer for him. You know, we ended up making a profit on him, which I think is you know, a good bit of business. And a, so a blessing, we dis-
0: get- from what we've seen a blessing in disguise as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: <laughs> I Sorry, think he still he still makes some very very good saves, but wow, yeah. he, you know, he's made some howlers as well in the same yeah. game. Um, but I just honestly think it, I don't think it was that planned. I just think it was an opportunity that came around at that point. Yeah, and he took totally a
0: once he it, Once he had it out of his hands, it was like... Yeah. We know that he
1: wanted him before Ramsdale. You know, he, yeah. he, he was his first choice goalkeeper. So when that opportunity came, I was just thinking he, he jumped at it and thought, well, right, I'll, tr- I'll, I'll sort it out later, type of thing. You know, chuck it on the admin pile and I'll, I'll sort that out later and we'll see what we can do. So I honestly, I just think that's the way it's worked out. And... Um, <sighs> I don't know. I'd, you know, everyone. Everyone. I'd say I can't speak for everyone. Sorry. I just I just think the vast majority of fans will probably be thinking that Ramsdale would be wanting to leave. Um, we won't see. Probably won't see him again. In apart from unless he leaves this. Um, this window. This January, I think he's only got one more di- appearance left. To be honest with you, because obviously we're out of both cups. Yeah. Um, and it'll be the Brentford game where he can't play, so that's probably the only one we'll see him again in another in an Arsenal shirt once once more, unless he leaves in this this January transfer window. But um, mm. it's a real shame the way things have worked out. I'll be really disappointed if he goes, but obviously he'll go with everyone's best wishes, won't he? I mean, mm. um, I'll be going regarding that. It's, it's,
0: it's I'll be go because it's oh again, as you know, I wasn't for! I wasn't like, oh, yeah, fantastic. When he first came, I was like, mm, for, for a second choice, because it, it looked like he would be second choice at the time. A lot of money for a second choice. Da, 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 but he straight away got his chance and ran with it. And he, for the first time, once he was number one, I felt comfortable with my goalkeeper. It's been a long time since we've had a, goal, a number one goalkeeper I felt comfortable when I, when I see him on the team sheet, I, when I see him on the pitch. Yeah, yeah he had... Yeah, Again those are mistakes. everyone makes mistakes every goalkeeper does just not get that no one's perfect not even a, not even like, uh, he as michael and David seaman were they had mistakes in them during their careers but this is the here was the first time I was like oh, okay cool we got, it it, fought, it felt like as well that Mikhail would learn from the Leno martin their situation for from his mistake. And It seems like he's repeating it again now with this whole situation and it could backfire again in the long run because we know he's going to sign Reyes permanently at some point, if not this month, in the summer because that's that's the deal in place, basically.
1: But I, I do think, think we have to give credit where it's due. I do think the last two or three games on the trot, to be honest with you, I think Reyes looks yeah. a lot more comfortable. He's worked his way in and looks a lot more assured than he was before. You know, we were yeah. first to, and rightly so, um, you know, say when people have done things wrong and when they look shaky and he was looking really shaky game after game for a little while, wasn't he? But I think he's got gradually better and better. And I think in the last two or three games, he's actually looked quite good. And I do think he does you know, he does take crosses as well. Uh, I, I noticed a comment just a moment ago saying that he can't read the ball in the air. I, I don't actually agree with that. I think he actually does generally... Claimed the ball quite time, well. Yeah, I
0: think that comment comes from a few times where he's been caught out, either leading to a goal or he almost punched it. Yeah. A
1: I don't think that's a major problem for it, for him, though. I think he's, you know, his stats are pretty good when he's claiming crosses, to be honest. Um, but um, I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying I'm like, you know, heading up the Raya fan club here, but I'm just thinking <laughs> that on occasions when, when they're making mistakes, everyone jumps on them because and I don't what I don't want to have because it does seem that he's going to be our long-term number 1. Yeah. We have to be realistic. What I don't want to have is everyone just to be on him from now on, you know, period, because they've got preconceived ideas about him and um obviously everyone loves Ramsdale so that immediately they started really disliking Raya because he's taken his place and what we've got to do is get behind him because if he's going to be our number one, he's going to be our number one, and we, we want him to be the best version of himself he can be. So we'll have to we'll have to get behind him, and I hope people do, and I hope they don't just carry this over and just hate him until the day they kick him out of the club. Um, so if we're going to be stuck with him, we're going to be we need to support him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll
0: get, I'll get you. I'll just oh, I'll put it out there. I know it's disappointing. Could a, it could be a contributing factor to why it while we're elite, well, we're not, we're not, I it's just, yeah, something just doesn't look right within the, we went from a family, the family unit that was built up from up till last summer with Martetta, and now suddenly it's all been like, for reason, I don't know, yeah, but it's what it, it sort of is what it is, but when it, if it does happen, it. In the summer, and and does go in the summer, for example, I'll be dis- I'll be disappointed, but if we move we move we have to move on from it. We go
1: definitely, but and what you just said as well is is another massive reason why we need to get behind the guy because if it is affecting the play, even just a small tiny percentage, we need to stop we need to stop singing Ramsdale's name when he's in goal, for example, because I think that's mm. silly. It's just something that we should be doing. Because, you know, even if it does just, just, just affect him just a slight, slightly, then we need to just, just back the guy and yeah. give him give him as much confidence as possible from the terraces. Um, so, yeah, that, that's that's really important thing to do. Um, I mean, there's other players, like, I'd be just as gutted, if not more gutted, if they go as well, like uh, yeah. Smith Rowe. I'd like... I'd like to speak about him because obviously, you know, I go on on about it all the time and especially on the (laughs) WhatsApp and Twitter and everything. But I do find that really strange that he's getting so little minutes. And when he has come on, even if it's just the last 10, 15 minutes of some games, he's looked really bright and lively. And he's actually changed the game in a very short period of time Mm -hmm. just just by the runs he makes and the positivity he gives off on the pitch. And bringing him on for three minutes to go, that's my one big bugbear with Mikel, yeah. Mikhail, because that, I don't know, it's just like it's almost a bit degrading to be brought on with three minutes to go and expect to go and make a massive change. And mm. I would be the first person in the world to be absolutely gutted if, if, he, if he was to be sold. You know, I, I wouldn't be. be far behind to trust me on that one. Because I, I genuinely, genuinely believe, and no one can tell me different, I honestly think he will make a big difference if he got a run in the side especially mm. at the moment because he did most of his best work on the left side of a front three. Yeah. And I genuinely think that, I, I you know, again, I love um, Martinelli as well, a big fan of him and I always will be. But he's had a big dip in form and mm. he has shown in the past that when he's been left out, just rested for two or three games even and come on late in games, it can it can really benefit him in a positive way, and start you know really upping his levels again. Yeah. Even doing something like that and giving Smith Rowe a run, where and in place of Martinelli, because he can do a brilliant job, devastating job, as we all all of us have seen that with our own eyes. I just wish he would get more of an opportunity. I really do, and especially at the moment because when you're in a run, a rut, or rather, and you know you're not scoring goals, you you. You cannot just keep doing the same thing all the time and expect people just to play themselves back into form because sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Mm. So you need to shake things up from time to time. Uh, we need to do the same with, with Saka, but the problem is we've got very little options in Saka's place. Perhaps we could play... Well, we, had, we, had an option. There.
0: we did have an option at the start of the season, but we talked about his contact Center of Turkey in Nicolas Pepe. We had, we had an option there.
1: Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did.
0: My thing was when the, when the deadline day came along and all that, and it still weren't confirmed what was going on there. Is if we're not going to bring no one in to replace Pepe to, to back up Saka, keep Pepe for six months, and reassess things now.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would have been for that, and but no. Yeah, I. I he's. Just, I've said before on podcast, going back a long time, haven't I? So you, you just sort of played, and got me off my seat quite often in a good way um, with the. Way that he could he could play. Yes, he could be really um, frustrating at times, you know, quite a lot. But yeah. he could also do devastating things as well. and Had a lot of uh, uh, input, didn't he, with regards to the goals and assists? So that's a good yeah. point. But you've got to you've got to switch things up from time to time. I'd also like to see. It's never going to happen, by the way. But I'd also like to see Martinelli moved into the centre forward position, and um, have. Smith Rowe, Martinelli, and Saka. I think that would really yep.
0: work
1: as wow, well. Because we, we've,
0: got, we've, got, we've got sorry, we've got Crystal Palace coming up. I know it's at home and it's an London derby, but try doing things like that. Two of the three you just mentioned, though, try them in that game. Yeah, Start them off, give them forty five minutes, reassess things. If it's still going well, keep it going for another fifteen, and push on from there.
1: Exactly. I, I you just need to reshuffle sometimes to. Get out, get yourself out of a you know a bit of a dip in when your your form's in a bit of a funk situation, and gotta do something. You can't always expect yeah. people just to play through it and get back into form just by continuously playing them. And the whole just on
0: my point of view, the Smith thing I understand he had a bit of a, a brief. It was a brief, by the way, a brief setback in his return for start of the season a couple of months back. But it was so brief. It was unbelievable. He was back in within what four weeks. Yeah. Setback. But it's just he's a, still... again, he's like he's back. It's, this time, he's because like, even as a mini setback, he's like has Okay, back to square one again. He's just like two minutes here, four minutes there.
1: I know he started a yeah. game before that, didn't he? he and straight, he
0: looked, yeah did really well. Because we know again, we as a fan base, we know we've seen Swiftfoot start and before he, before he had before last yeah yeah before last season when he had that. Breakout season, the season before, and he was off. It was a joint drop goal score and all that. He was a score. He was was so influential in our season that year. and The only reason he missed most of our season because he was carrying, as you well know, he was carrying an injury into last season, going back five years. Got to have had the surgery. Had the surgery that took him out for most of it. But he went off. What what I found amazing with Smith though was, after the disappointing season he had domestic club, he went off to the under, the youth team, the under-21s, for mm. the Euros. and he was, again, I watched the game, so he was fantastic. It was yeah, like, no, me too. And because of the, because it was so regular, the game, the game time, he was getting in terms of game, 48 hours, another game, bang, it was like, bang, bang, bang. He was getting his fitness up, and the more the game went along, you're starting to see, what we saw before, before the surgery and all that. So, and then the fact that he refused to go, he refused to take his, his, his summer holiday, he went no, Mikel, I'm I'm happy, I'm fine, I'm fit, I'm I'm gonna come out with Thomas on Thursday, meet you in the US, da 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 da, training camp, we'll kick on from there. Go, I don't think he got any minutes in the US, on the US no. tour, and then start season, no minutes. And Mikkel's going, well, we had a talk with him in the summer and we told him the first few games of the season, the first block for the international break, he won't get no minutes, it's more likely you'll get the minutes afterwards. And I was just like, seriously, what has this kid done to him? I know. It's been he- actually, actually got something, done something wrong.
1: I know, is he, is he dated his daughter and dumped her or something. I
0: don't know. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't
1: well, I don't know how old the daughter is. <laughs> I don't I Don't want to be uh <laughs> in, in trouble They're there,
0: cousin, niece. I don't know, yeah. Well, it's I don't that. know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it is really frustrating. I'm i am really holding on to the, the vain, the small hope that um, he's just being ultra careful with him. Just obviously, cast your mind back a short while, it's not too long ago when. All, uh, all of us fans were saying, does he hate Martinelli? Why is he not playing Martinelli's?" Spit. Yeah, right.
0: that, was a, that was a season at Smith-Rowe, wasn't it, as well? Yeah. Smith-Rowe bossing it.
1: Exactly. Oh, yeah. So I'm just... And he, he really took his time to put Smart- Martinelli back in the team. And then once he was, that was it. He was just flying. And I just hope to, that something similar with Smith-Rowe because... He can't hate Emil Smith-Rowe, unless he's, lucky. So, joke, like you say, he's done something wrong. Because he gave him the number 10. He gave him yeah. um, a new contract. He turned down the opportunities and flatly refused to sell him. Mm. So he's got to have that knowledge and the, the, the love for him. Um And I just genuinely hope that, and I said this last season, actually, I'm sure I did. Uh, I said uh, um, on the run-up to Christmas, I said that Smith-Rowe could be our secret weapon in the new year it didn't turn out to be the case obviously um but i just maybe, maybe i'm just holding up just a little this, bit maybe, of hope
0: maybe a year out maybe this year
1: maybe that he could be us our, has our, our special weapon that we can unleash onto the premier league yeah in the final sort of few months of the, of the season i'm just mm-hmm. keeping my fingers crossed I but should. It's I'll be devastated if he leaves. I genuinely will be devastated because I think that he's a real talent. He's one of my favourite players since David Rowcastle. I've mm. loved him since he was, a, you know, 15, 16 year sixteen-year-old kid in the in the academy and started hitting the headlines. I've been watching him for, since then, and um, I actually he, he I I'll say this and it's not going to be controversial because it's my opinion, but I, I've I've always had a higher opinion of him than Saka and um mm. i've loved i've loved him even more just because of the way he plays football i just love the the way he sort of drops his shoulder and takes it past round a player just effortlessly and just runs straight towards goal he's so positive in everything that he does the quick one twos on the edge of the box and getting a shot off quick that's that's exactly what we're missing at the moment people aren't shooting or if right. they are shooting it's in the wrong time when they should be passing oh, and they're good. passing when they should be shooting and so on and so forth and vice versa if he gets or an or opportunity, the shot
0: in the world of the goalkeeper,
1: yeah. If he gets an opportunity, he will shoot, and he's, he's deadly in shooting, as we all he saw again.
0: Yeah, it, it, you know, so he knows what He's got perfect. When he, when he places it as a shot. He'll place it as well. It doesn't. He doesn't necessarily just put it places through it all the time or just hit no, it no. home. What mm. the, the goal? Get, was it the, the goal against Chelsea? When the, they had half their stadium. Oh, I love that goal! Yeah, yeah. Like, plus, put, literally just guided. Just ball came to him. Just guided it into the net. Passed it. Yeah, not, just a gentle yeah.
1: pass straight into the corner. It's beautiful it was goal. Make, that make was.
0: It enough contact I to put it in, and then the West Ham goal at the Emirates early on in that season. Mm. So I could play played at the bottom. And again, first time might even take the the First time hit from like two, three yards outside the box. Bang! Yeah, he can exactly. do that. Again, We're crying out for it. I'd,
1: I'd even i'd even like to see him uh, again as like the the false nine like he, he tried in that one game once one time mm. i still think he'd, he'd do a good job in that he's obviously more mature now the, the team is better around him he's taller yeah he's strong he's really strong he's <laughs> taller than um or just just about taller or if not a bit taller than ben white yeah so um, it'd be worth a shot in that role as well but i just want to see him get some minutes and he deserves it and we need him as a player at the moment because it's like I say, it's exactly what we're missing someone with that positivity and that attitude in the front three because so I'd, I'd i'd like to see him on the, the left eight as well i think he could do a good job there but i think closer to goal he'd be you know he'd be devastating and that's exactly where we're, we're lacking at the moment in the, in that department
0: hmm no, it, yeah, just like, I just like it. I'm holding I'm holding out hope. I'm holding out hope that it's just uh he's doing what he did with Gabby back a couple of years back and just easing him in, easing him in, and then doing a kick. And then there's a sudden you go, there you go, boom, unleash him. Going back from what I saw in the summer, from the N21's point of view, from the, from the international side of things, mm. all, all the lads were fantastic, but he was phenomenal. But for, the, for, for a lad that had no minutes under his belt, Going into that, going into that international tournament with the uh, under twenty ones, you wouldn't have known it. Let's put it that way. And I think it, be, it could be so influential for us, not just for this season, going even going forward. And one thing I hate about these these uh, transfer windows at the moment, especially since obviously he's had the surgery in last in summer, was. The media's just jumping it and go, well, Aston Villa are back in for him or Chelsea are looking at him and things like that go away. Leave my Honestly, it
1: does my editing because no matter oh, you know, whatever podcast you listen to or anything, it's always what can Arsenal do in the transfer window where we can sell these players. We can sell Ramsdale, Eddie, ESR and Reece Nelson. They're always the four names that get expanded out all the time. It's really mm-hmm. annoying because it's just assumed that oh he's not getting any minutes so we should sell him he's, he's no no use to the team anymore the team the one other thing i hear the team have outgrown him now we've become better so we he's not at the yeah. level absolute yeah. rubbish i'm sorry but exactly. i never i'll never accept that in a million years it's not the fact that he's not at the level he needs to get match fitness he needs to get match sharpness like any mm. player out there and he has got the the skills and the ability That's to be support, a huge man. success in this team That's... Oh,
0: sorry. remember
1: I'll Sorry, I'll just, one more Hold thing on, just go. quickly. Remember that that breakout season when he came in on Boxing Day and he took the the, the save, league by storm? Save, and basically
0: saved Mikel's job, basically. Yeah,
1: but just think of the team that he was playing alongside at that point. Yeah. The players that he was playing with.
0: Lilo, must Mastafi, is thought of Yeah, yes, yeah. Yep, Chambers and Chambers, you know, Gwendouzi. Gwendouzi, oh, Jesus Christ. Ainsley was there still. Torreira. Luca Torreira. Xhaka, this is Xhaka before he hit the patch that we saw last season.
1: Exactly. It was and, uh, Bamiang, Bamiang and, Lacazette. and Lacazette. If he can do it in that team, then he can do it. Uh, how much better could he do it in this team with better players around him, with Odegaard hmm. behind him, feeding him the ball? It, he just hasn't had that opportunity since, you know, God knows when. So I'm sorry, but I will never accept the fact that people say... The team's outgrown him. We've moved on. He's been left behind. I'm sorry, but that will just it just doesn't, doesn't wash with me. And the fact that he's always put in with those players that we should, we should just... Set. And to a lesser extent, Reese Nelson, I think he did well against Liverpool. Mm. I think he, when he started, I think, he, like you said, the run that he made from out to in for that first mm. ball, that's, that, that's something that we haven't seen for a long time. Martinelli hasn't done that for quite a while. And he, would look, he looked dangerous and good. Again, uh, sorry to sound like a broken record, but he he had his first start in God knows when in that game. Exactly, he's only yeah. had the odd minute here and there. He's not matched sharp. He's not matched fit. I think, and, I think Brentford in the Cup was
0: his last start.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was That's the first one in ages.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: <laughs> so um, I think he's, uh, considering the fact that we are really light in wide areas and we're really, really lacking lacking sort of cover for Saka. He can play on the right. I prefer him on the left. I think he prefers it on the left. Mm. But he can play on the right as well. And I think he deserves a bit more time. I don't think we should he should be abandoned straight away in this window, especially um, at the moment. Because for the best one in the world, everyone is going on about signings at the moment. Yeah, we had to... There was a reason why we had to loan Raya and promise them the money with an IOU for the summer. Hmm. I, I I just don't see where we're going to get the money from to buy big players in in the January window. I hope I'm wrong. I hope these,
0: which will be instalments, is it to means in, in instalments or with this uh, the rumours about Ilana, but it's going to be a loan, an obligation to buy in the summer sort of thing. That's be things uh, like that, loans.
1: Again, what you know, if you're Everton desperately trying to stay in the Premier League. I know they need the money, obviously for obvious reasons. But yeah. why would they do? Why would they agree to like a loan for one of their best players?
0: Probably get an oblig- if it's an obligation to buy. Oh. They get money at the end of the season. he going to going to set fee now. It's nowhere near, not,
1: nowhere near enough. Nowhere near the money that they would get for staying in the Premier League, though.
0: Oh, I know that, but also from his put the player's point of view, is the Euros coming up as well. He wants to make sure he's doing doing his bit, playing at a level where he gets noticed by the Belgian manager,
1: whoever that is nowadays. Oh, he's playing every week, isn't he? In uh, I'm just saying, uh, you know, it's not yeah. beyond the realms of possibility. But I, I don't, I don't get where we're going to get all this money from for multiple yeah, purchases. Unless, um, we,
0: unless we, unless we try
1: and offload Thomas. See, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about as well. And I know it's always a big if with him, but last season, right? What's your thoughts on him just for last season? You know, just right. give us a brief, a brief overview. Play playing
0: wise, he obviously was more reliable until we needed him most. So the second we needed him most, from the experience point of view, at the back end of the season, he went missing. Hmm. But for the, for the most for the most of it, he was our best, arguably one of our best players, if not in terms of our midfield.
1: Probably one of the best in the league. You know, right up there yeah. with Rodri. And at points next last season, at points. He was even better than Rodri. He was absolutely unbelievable. He point, was, yeah. And he finally broke down towards the end of the season and we lost the best of him. But he played 30 of 38 games. So, not bad. Not bad. Mm. When we're considering that we've only got, what, um, is it 18 games left of the season? Yeah.
0: Well, if, got eighteen. Uh, yeah, played 20 if we 18. can get
1: him fit for the remainder of this season, I think he's uh, one big part of what we've been missing. Because we were so electric in the earlier part of last season, the run up to the World Cup, especially with him in the side. And I think it's because of the way he gets the ball forward quickly, mm-hmm. with purpose, with accuracy, doing those incredible turns and, and cut, you know, it was basically that dagger like passes through mm-hmm. to Odegaard, especially in Saka. And I don't think it's any coincidence that we've not been quite as good without him. I really don't. And if we're looking to buy Onana for a long-term replacement for him, then that's that's you know good idea. Um, I wish we could just do it in the summer rather than now because I think mm. we're more lacking in the forward department than yeah. midfield right now. I'd rather have some reinforcements up front if we could, if we've got any money. That's where I'd rather put it, to be perfectly honest. Um, but. Uh, if we if he's because obviously he's not gone to the uh, African Cup of Nations, which is brilliant news yeah. for us. If we can get him back fit quickly within the next couple of weeks, I think I'd rather have him in the in the centre of the park alongside Rice mm-hmm. and Odegaard than Onana trying to find his way into a new team and and get used to new players and everything like that. Yeah. Personally,
0: uh, him and for cause the team's got, team travelled out today to the United Arab, United Arab Emirates for their warm warm weather training week. And Julian Timber and Partey are both travelled out for training as well to join the team for training. So mm. you'd like to think he's not in terms of part, we know Timber's gonna be a couple months away or so, two or three months away, because his ACR is different. But you'd like to think with Partey that maybe he'd be closer than people think. And maybe if not if if not Palace, the game after that what's the game after? Newcastle? Um no.
1: Liverpool, Liverpool,
0: isn't it? No, we've got Liverpool starting the month. We've got Two games this Oh, moment. Is it Forest? Forest away. That is it. Forest away. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: At least one of them two. If, if not Palace, Forest away. Just, and again, under the lights and all. I mean, I mean, Lee mentioned it the other night. Forest, new manager bounced under the lights. We need <laughs> we need to be up, up to scratch by then. And someone like him could be in, in that midfield. Because in certain games, you can tell
1: too much has been put on deck then. Definitely. That's one thing I liked about the Liverpool game on Sunday was the fact that we went to 4-2-3-1 again. Yeah. That's what I've been called I've really wanted that for a long time to honestly I really have because I I love the fact that I've got good uh, midfield players and I, I I prefer them playing in a sort of a proper uh, upright triangle with a point at mm. the top with Erdegaard in the proper number 10
0: yeah, and that. two
1: two players in front of the back four and it it worked to the strengths of um, Kivior, yeah. who's still a bit shaky, in my opinion. I'm not still, mm. Honestly, I, I do like him in parts, but I'm a, bit, I'm a little bit unsure about him at the moment. But um, at least he was better. He just played a, a proper left-back role against Liverpool. He looked a lot more comfortable there, working to his strengths. But to have the two players, I mean, honestly, it's the best midfielder, I think, in Europe, apart from maybe Real Madrid. I put this on Twitter before. If we had Partey and Rice together, and Erdegaard just ahead of them in the middle, honestly, what that midfield is absolutely mustard in my opinion, and uh, I'd love to see it. And I, if you, even if we only had, if we feel careful with Partey and maybe played him for the first sixty minutes in each game, whatever, just just to make sure he stays fit for the remainder of the season. I mean, what a difference it would make. Honestly, and Havertz wouldn't have to miss out. He could play up front or he can come on as a, as a real effective sub as we've seen in the past. He's not. He came on, you know, was it Brentford, he came on the last 15 minutes and scored the winner. So he could do it from from, um, from the bench as well. Or like I say, he was pretty, again, wasteful with his with some chances up front. But I thought his movement and the, the, the general play was actually fairly good against Liverpool. Just again, same as everyone else missing the final... Shot you know, into the yeah, into the goal, but, um, yeah. but I'd love to see that. And I, if I, I'm not against the Onana signing at all, I think it'd be a good buy for the long term. He's only 22 years old, hmm. really big, strong, powerful. Um, but I'd rather keep Partey in the side than him in the in the running if he's fit, because there's no transitional period for him. You know, even if we do get Onana in it'll be good in the long term because he will have six months to settle before next season as well. Yeah. And he he mm. can obviously be a good, good player to bring on and have backup and play when needed. But... And oh,
0: also, yeah, we've, we've no international... Oh, it's yours, isn't it? sorry. We've exactly, um, yeah. pre-season as well. We could use the pre then use that pre-season after he's six months, use that pre-season to get him, get him to starting minutes. Basically, get him yeah. some starting, basically, alongside Declan. And exactly.
1: Exactly. Exactly, but uh, I'm happy to Long get rid time. of Partey in the summer and get some money yeah. for him because he's only got one year left. But um, yeah, I, I really don't want to... I'm, I'm one of the <laughs> only ones, it seems, that really doesn't want to get rid of him in this window because I we've all seen what he can do. He's just such a good player. And it's to get the last months out of him when it's really, really critical in this running, I think he could be a real big difference for us. And he, we've hardly seen him play with Declan Rice yet. When we did at the mm. beginning of this, it was from right back, which obviously yeah. wasn't ideal, I don't think. But um I could see where he was going with that because obviously Zinchenko was injured and blah blah blah, and we lost uh Timber. But um so he inverted from the right back instead of the left back. It made a bit of sense. Mm. But to to have them two together, Partey on the right of a midfield, Rice on the left of the midfield, feeding the balls to um to Odegaard and so on, I just it was pretty mouth watering to me. And uh, I can't think, like I said, I can't think of a better midfield in Europe, apart from one, maybe. And that's it. I, I, mm. just, I just think it makes yeah. more sense. Well, whatever you've... I know he's been playing in the, the Premier League for a long time now, Anana, well, 18 months or so, I think, isn't it? Or somewhere, something like something that. Is
0: that he, he, he came in a year after we got Samby.
1: Yeah. And it still doesn't mean, though, that he's going to adapt to us straight away. You know, no. he's take a bit of time for him to settle in and get used to his teammates and what Mikel Arteta demands of players. I think Declan Rice has um, adapted incredibly well. But I think that's just because he's especially, one of these... Especially
0: with the price tag put over his
1: neck. Oh, yeah, 100%. hundred percent. But we've heard a lot of players, when they come into the side, saying it takes quite a while to get to understand what Mikel Arteta wants of you on the pitch. Um mm. Declan Rice himself said it's like learning the game all over again when he first yeah. joined. So the fact that he's adapted so well is, is a real credit to him, but that's not going to happen to every player. No. And they're going to be, when when a player comes in like Anana, going to be you know, used to the Premier League, very good footballer, but he's going to have to learn a new role. Even though he's still playing in midfield, he's got to learn how to play in an Arteta midfield, which is completely different to anything else. So it's going to take him time to adapt, to get used to his teammates, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think getting rid of Partey, this window, would be a mistake. And I think he, mm. he's he got it in him to survive the last remaining, whatever, it, I think it's 18 games or 17 games left of the season. Plus Champions um, League. As Plus long as we... League as well. Does yeah. Yeah. And O'Neill would be a great signing in that respect, because he's not cup-tied or anything like that. So we're not bringing no. him for another Champions League club. So he'd be a good addition to the Champions League squad as well. And um, he could remove some of the burden on on um, Partey because you know, like I said, we don't. Want to, last thing we want to do is we break down again. Yeah, so right, maybe yeah. we could bring him on with half an hour to go and so on, and he can get used to the, the side that way.
0: Also, it also takes. It yeah. also t- doing that would we'll take the pressure off Jorginho playing every game as well. And the rotation there until Partey's back. Mm. And once you got once you got Partey back and Jorginho, you then got the options of rotating them in the Premier League. And having the options of the three in the Champions League as well, especially, as, yeah. especially as, assuming again, assuming we knock out Porter because that can't we can't obviously we, we think we would knock knock him out over two legs, especially the second, the second they got home. Mm. Especially the way we're playing, I think the Champions League, the way we're playing the Champions League, it seems it's more set up for our playing style in terms of we we look Champions League, we look like we we did last season in. Mm. the Premier.
1: Because more, plays because the teams don't play live. the same way, do they? Yeah. yeah. It's you be more exactly perfect for us. Go for it, even That's against, why it? I put a bet on at the beginning of the season for us to win it. Well, did you? I didn't know that.
0: I yeah. didn't know that. What yeah.
1: Was, what was it? What was I was going, was it going on, for on about it from midway through last season. I said I've got a feeling that when we, when we knew that we are going to be qualified, I was putting on putting it on Twitter then saying, wouldn't it be funny? Because obviously Pep hadn't won the Champions League with Man City up until that point. Yeah. So I said, "Wouldn't it be funny if if Arteta goes into it in his mm. debut season and wins it?" And um, I just yeah. had this overwhelming feeling that we're going to do really well in it this season. So I went, as soon as I could, I put a bet on mm. for us to win it. Not a massive bet. I'm not a big no. better at all. But I only put like a tenner on it or something for yeah. fourteen to one Ooh. because I was really um, I was really confident. Because like I said, this is the other thing. You know, with this season. Obviously, we have been found out a lot more because the play. Other teams have tactics too, like you said before. Shockingly, guys. Shockingly, other. I know other teams have, do have scouts. Funnily enough, so they are <laughs> going to work it out. You know, we're not some kind of miracle where people can't see us. So they are going to, and every team, bar one or two, have, have sat back against this this season. The only teams that haven't have been spanked. Yeah, and they've genuinely been thrashed. And that's go earlier in the season when we weren't so get in front of goal, um, but teams that I mean, even like Villa, we should have won that game. You know, they they mm. didn't sit, but they pushed up against us, and we ripped them apart. We literally thrashed them in that game, but lost. It was unbelievable. did
0: well. We did, we did take eight on, but it took wrongly taken off us. But okay. yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, just... But we
1: should have won that game comfortably. <laughs> um, we should have beaten West Ham comfortably. You know, and, have, um, it's just a matter of.
0: Form wrong uh, as you said said earlier, play collective of players, not just one individual. Collectives are sitting in the form at the wrong time. It's in the key area that we need them to be in the form.
1: Yeah, exactly. Plus have got
0: injuries and all that. And I, I don't know how long's left on Fabio's recovery and all that. With me, people, people dig on him, but I think he's more again. Okay, he's more. I think mean, he's more suited to the Champions League, but he can have he does have an effect with us, a positive effect when he comes on as a sub. Apart from the time he did and he got sent off. He was starting the, to play well again,
1: you know, wasn't he? He started yeah. to show a lot of good signs before he, for, as soon as he got sent off, though, you know, I, th- I think that put him in Marteta's bad books for a little while. Well, the, the, but then,
0: the, the, yeah, the fact that literally like 48 hours later, he was playing in, he was playing in the, the uh, what's it, whatever it's called now, this uh, this season, Papa, John's the, uh, Papa John's Trophy. Papa John's Trophy. I know. I watched that game. Yeah, ready. I couldn't believe it. He, he scored a penalty. He missed a penalty. He, like you couldn't make it up. I
1: know. I know. <laughs> and Reese Nelson played well in that game as well.
0: Yeah, Reese Nelson as well, and a few others. Um, but, but I've watched didn't...
1: Porto. I've watched Porto a couple of times now since we drew them, mm. and I'm not going to diss them or anything like that. But I'll be dis- very disappointed if we don't beat them over two legs. I, I saw nothing in the games that I've watched. Where that really thought, oh god, you know, we're really it's going to be a tough game. Obviously, it's Champions League knockout stages, but oh, yeah, yeah. I do think we've got plenty of, enough to to beat them. But obviously, obviously, we've got to put the ball in the net, yeah. blood.
0: Obviously, yeah, that would be helpful. I think by then, we'll, I think we'll figure it out by then.
1: Fingers <laughs> crossed, yeah, fingers <laughs> crossed. <laughs> I mean, no, no. honestly, this get this, this two week break now couldn't have come at a better time, really, could it? I mean, it's I normally hate this sort of thing. It's like an interlou, isn't it? But um, mm. I'm not, I'm, I'm actually not worried about this one. I'm not concerned that I'm missing football or whatever, but I know how much this is needed to just regroup. And usually we do quite well after these little mini breaks we have, whenever we have them. And um, yeah, I I, only, I hope they've got a flipping psychotherapist or a hypnotist over there, to be honest with you as well. So <laughs> Put a little word in their ear while they're asleep or something like that to just to remind them how good they are because these players have not turned into crap players oh, overnight. Yeah, sure. You know, people yeah. are just people are just absolutely honestly. I'm, I'm going more and more and more off Twitter and I, I love Twitter. I've Got a real good community on there and everything and it's a lot mm-hmm. of good people, but there's a lot of idiots as well. And when well, you lose, I'm <laughs> when you <laughs> lose a couple of games, it's you know, it's just. It's a great opportunity to clear up your timeline and just get rid of them because it's just ridiculous. You know, to, to old fashioned way of looking at it is obviously being a football supporter, when the team is losing, is when you need to support them even more. You know, you don't just mm-hmm. go after them and rip players to shreds and want to sack the manager and sack the board and just clear out and start again. It's just absolute utter nonsense. Gets on my real, get, really gets on my nerves. Um, but yeah, I just think that at this particular time on, on Twitter, when you hear people just ripping into individuals and, and so on, it's just, you've got to understand that you you cannot unsee what your eyes have seen. You've got to be a bit more clever about it. Last season, we were playing some of the most breathtaking football in the early, sta- early stages in the lead up to the World Cup that... I've yeah. seen as an Arsenal fan, and I've been an Arsenal fan for many, many years now, as you know. And it was one of the best teams I've I've ever watched. Mm. Genuinely, I even mean, it, it, it,
0: right. it gave us that uh, the early two thousands vibes of the. Yeah,
1: absolutely, it did. But it, it it almost was even more exciting in some ways because the team was so young and and there was obviously there was like academy players in there and you know the, lighting up the league and. Um, it was, it was the youngest team in the league and we were playing like that. Yeah, exactly. And that just doesn't, it just doesn't disappear overnight. You've got to understand that there is a reason for this, just a dip in form, that's what it is. And we're missing players. There was a big, big emphasis on, on Timber coming in. We all saw how great he was in pre-season in the charity shield. He was just unreal. Losing him was a bigger blow than we could ever imagine because that's put a knock-on effect to... The, Mikel Arteta's pre-season plans of what he thought this season was going to turn out to be and what he what he could have um, done to make it easier for the midfielders and, and, and in turn the forwards to play because of the way he's going to play. Losing him, you lose that straight away. And, you know, losing Partey the way that we did again earlier on in the season this time. And like I said, Few few minutes ago, I think he's a massive miss. I think he's a bigger miss than people are giving him credit for. They've just forgot, forgotten about him. They've forgotten how good he was last season when he was in form and the way that he helped our attack and helped build our attack. So when he's back, when eventually, if, if Timber gets back this season, it's going to be a, such a big boost. But I think this, these two weeks are going to be a real refresher for, for the team. They can get back to basics on mm. in warm weather training, and just sort of hopefully just reignite that fuse inside them and remember what, what when they were good and what made them that way, and get back to playing in that sort of groove. So yeah, I'm not I'm not going to miss it as much as normal these these two weeks because I know that there's a lot of good to come out of it. Well, we've still
0: got. As neutrals, we've still got the Cabo Cup tonight and tomorrow, first legs, and probably next. I think it's next week or the week after. You've got FA Cup. We've got Tottenham going to not to win a trophy now this this season. Then I've got City in the draw. That's fantastic.
1: No, I'm not writing them off on that. Well, I'm not saying anything because for <laughs> some reason those those idiots are uh, their bogey side, aren't they? So anything could happen.
0: Yeah, but well, by the time that game comes about, they're still missing the bulk of their squad still from Afcon or Asia Cup and all that, depending mm-hmm. on how far they go respectively.
1: Yeah,
0: I just hope. I, okay, no, I, can't, I just can't get on board with them. Nah, if, if, the thing is, the worst thing is if they did manage to pull that one off, the, the 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 Gremlins will come out and go. Look, oh, we're going to do it this year. we have beaten the holders now. Like, oh, go away. Your mm. spurs up, you're Spurs it up. You're it up still somehow. Because you're Spurs.
1: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> you are Spurs. There's a reason. There's a reason why they haven't won it since ninety one. I was what I think now ninety one. Yeah, two, two. two. I'm thirty
1: four. <laughs> no, the 91, because they, yeah, they, they won it in um, all the years ending in one for a little while, didn't they?
0: For a while, and that, that stopped. Mm. Yeah, so exactly. Every, what was it? Um, 2021, there was like, oh, well, that, that thing you just mentioned there, every year, it's guaranteed it's a year and then one. Yeah, that works out. They spurs <laughs> up, how can they suppose up their own stat? Jesus. I know. And, people say, and people say we're bad. Uh, in terms of last health uh, incident last year, for me, in terms of last year again, we've I've said it over and over again. I think this, uh, the experience of Man City came to the service, and we just had a wobble at the worst time possible, and we didn't have the recovery time to cover back basically. But
1: Cole Palmer just we... missed an open golf, by the way. <laughs>
0: Sounds about right for Chelsea and all that. yeah. that's still nil nil, is it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Haven't they got Boa? It wasn't an open goal, but it was a very easy chance. Effectively. It's a one on one, basically. It's a one on one with the goalkeeper who put it wide.
0: Oh, bloody hell. Uh, whatever floats your boat, Brownie, in terms of how much you want to put on Chelsea, but I want to do that, Roger. No, um, I just think, obviously, I think. The way the tick last year and then had an effect on how we play now, in terms of I've been saying most of the season, the, the difference in how we're playing this season is more of a showing everyone that we can play more than, more than one all out attack, basically. It's all But let's be honest, it, all, it is all about the last end of this like February onwards, the business end of the season. Put a run together, you never know. Exactly. as I referred to about half, about 20 minutes ago, Champions League, I, the two, I think Champions League, the the way you can play in Champions League is more suited to us and our team at the moment. Mm-hmm. Obviously we've got Porto, don't want to disrespect them, it, away okay, do what, I think, it's, I think the way it's set up for in terms of we're away and then at home, if mm-hmm. we can come out of that first leg, be it a draw, because there's no away goal. So any sort of score draw or anything like that, or one nil up or one, or one nil down or whatever. Second, I think the home, home tie itself is where we'll just go, hi, like, like we've done all the other, pretty much what we've done in the other three games at home this season in Champions League, just go high, bang, put three 0 four nil, fives, whatever. We'll put them to the sword at home, and then obviously we'll and then If we do that, we're we'll cross the bridge and who we get in the in the quarterfinals onwards, which could be City, because then the the, uh, England, the 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 security gets taken off. Basically, it's like anyone can play anyone. But we've again with City over two legs if we're if, We've shown this season we at the Emirates tactically we can match them we can we can shut them down with a, with, a, with the right players basically shut them down
1: and that is the sort of game we want Thomas Partey for more than anything yeah he well, was he was in,
0: he was influential was, he ball over to was it Tommy Asu then it. yeah
1: exactly <laughs> no, but genuinely if we, had a, if we had a fit Thomas Partey you know in the groove for latter stages and things like games like that, that's that's when we need him. That's why I, I honestly cannot stress enough how much I want to yeah. keep hold of him for the remainder of this season. I just think it's all it's sort of set up,
0: not what well, I'm saying, not saying it's set up in the sense of look it is fixed first of all, but sort of destined first to get to the finals at Wembley. We it's our second home, technically, wherever we go, we have, we have good success rate down there.
1: Arteta's never lost a, exactly. a player or manager, no matter
0: what—be FA Cups or Community Shields or whatever. Never, as you say, never lost. I think if we can get to, if we get to that, if we do get to the final, it's at Wembley, as you say, and one-off game. Anything can happen. no matter who the opponent is. Anything can happen. Mm. I think that's the. I just think it's the way it is. I think it's more
1: suited to us the way we can play in that format. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. Just to sort of summarise it before we sort of start finishing up, I, I, I'm i not at the stage where it's all doom and gloom like a lot of people you see on social media. And I know that's not the be-all and end-all on social media. It's the pits quite often. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah. but <laughs> end of the day, we're having a blip. Lots of teams have had a blip. Man City have had their yes. blip.
0: Yeah. Man City have. Yeah. Liverpool, in terms of result-wise, that went through a blip of... yeah. Chelsea on a constant blip. Tottenham went for a blip. Um, United, constant blip by Chelsea. So, they've all, we've all been. Newcastle as well.
1: Exactly, yeah. And the games that we've lost, apart from one, which I said was that aberration against Fulham, I think we, we've not deserved to lose any of them. In fact, we've deserved to win all of them, really, apart from the Fulham one.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. On chances, the way that we played, the way that we dominated the game, with the amount of chances we created in all of them. Um, so I, I don't think this is much to worry about, as some would think. It's very concerning regarding the goal scoring, of course, but I genuinely think that it's a lot of it is down to just the rotten luck of every every forward player being just out of form at the same time. And it's people say, "Oh, you can't say that. You can't say I, I can," because We've seen how good they are together last season. You Ooh. know it, the, the way that they clicked together was unreal. Is this, is this true? What? Really? Uh, I, I, my, stream be, my stream might be my stream might be a bit behind. And I, in fact, I am a little bit behind so because for I paused it for a little while. So let's, have a look, let's just look see things
0: up. God, yeah, got Yep, goal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just, Just seen, seen it, yeah. That.
0: Just, yep, goal. <laughs> 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 Who's at home this week, by the way, in this time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, he'd love to see it. Oh, they're, but Chelsea are back, though. They've the billion quid and all that. Potts is the man. They're going to win it all. No, they're really they're going to be a cup team this year. Yeah, okay. To down to the one the lowest ranked
1: team tournament in the, in the tournament. Okay, cool. <laughs> nice. But yeah, so um, we can put it down to just a bad luck of, of what I said in, in form because of the, the way that we know that they can play. Then we know that, again you can't you've seen it with your own eyes the way that they can combine and just put teams to the sword like we did last season. Um, and I, it cannot go on forever. This. This patch of, of poor form. You can't. It just, it, no. it never does, really. They'll always come back, even if, if they come back one at a time. We just need one person to create a spark it heck- and, and it lifts those all around them as well, doesn't it? So um, I'm not yeah. quite as doom and gloom as everyone else. I have still got a lot of hope. I will never stop supporting the team that I love, obviously. And I, I just hope one big message is, like I said earlier in the show, just get behind the team. Even every single player that pulls on that shirt, especially Raya at the moment, don't you know, be, be down on him because of Ramsdale. We all love Ramsdale. We would have been said it all before, but you know, at the moment, everyone everyone needs the uh, the support, um, and I'm sure we'll come through this this patch. Mm. And we win against uh, Crystal Palace, new uh, not in the forest, and we can go into that give Liverpool game. Full of confidence once more, and we know that we can beat Liverpool. Um, we played really well against them on Sunday. Obviously, yeah. well, until they till like that the fourth or fifth minute of, in, of added time at the end of the game, they were only beating us by an own goal. Yeah, and really unlucky. I'm going, I, I, I don't. blame I, I, honestly, I don't know what your thoughts were on that. I, just quickly. Yeah, go on. But I, I can't believe um, the, the absolute ribbon that Ramsdale was
0: getting for that goal, yeah. That's, that's for me, that's the, that's the rare lovers that want to justify why Ramsdale's being dropped. Basically, yes, that's what that's what, as far as I can see it. Because again, I'm watch, I I didn't even though I watched it here on the channel, nor did I watch those of Liam and all that. I'm like, I didn't have none of us, me, Gary or Liam. None of us dug up Ramsdale. None of no. us blamed Ramsdale.
1: If he stayed and on to- his line, he would have got ridiculed for that. Yeah, know, that, he, he came out to punch it, and the ball was like unexpectedly taken away from him from one of his own players' heads.
0: Yeah, and for the freeze frame. when people take this freeze frame. He's at, like, where his arms are at when the ball's going past, about to go past or, uh, off of uh, Keywad's head. It's in under his fist. Like it would have, hit, he would have just punched it out. I know, I know. It's really it's strange, just, anyway. And you could tell. If you look back at it now. You can tell that this, that it, gets that, gets a voice. He hears something. He just he jolts his head. And that makes it go the way it goes in the end. It's sort of a clean header where it should have gone. Because where he, he, he adjusts himself, he skims off and then, yeah.
1: I put it down to bad it. luck, that goal. And a, yeah. and a world-class cross from a world-class player. You know, sometimes you just have to... It's not always... Because like, some people just have to have someone to blame and go for all the time. Sometimes mm. you just have to say, wow, that was a, an unbelievable ball into the box. And Kivio got really unlucky because he was knocked, he was off balance from being bumped into. He had to go for it again, otherwise he would have been lambasted by like loads of players. So why didn't he go for that? Why did he try to? <laughs> he tried to head the ball slightly off balance. You can see he's leaning backwards, yeah,
0: that's what. Like, I mean, a yeah, funny
1: yeah. angle, but he got his head to the ball and it went in. Nine times out of ten, that would hit the you yeah, know go over the crossbar or you yeah, know be cleared. But I'd, sometimes you just have to. Sh- so, well, it's just one of those things. It's, it was just the a great ball into the box. We defect, tried to defend it, didn't defend well enough. A um, bit of bad luck and the ball went in. And I yeah, don't think yeah. it was Ramsdale's fault. And I, I, I don't think it was Kiviel's fault, really. He's doing his best he could in that situation. You know, sometimes you just have to say, well, yeah, you know, be upset. But these things happen. This is football. So... um but yeah, and they only got the second goal because if we were obviously desperately oh, trying exactly. to... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So we know we can beat Liverpool and if we can win the next two games, go we into the be- Liverpool game yeah. um, in really good form and in, back with our full um, load of confidence, then we could be virtually top of the league again at that point. So I'm um, yeah. not, not getting too despondent just yet. No, no, of
0: course not. I'm obviously... Mans- mans- was it- we came back first we came back. It's Man City, Newcastle, so there's gonna be points dropped there, hopefully. From Man City's point of view, we do our bit of get, assuming we do our job against Palace at home, what like we normally do. Um, we we're obviously get we're gain we're going on them, and then we play over four, mm. um, two weeks later, don't we? So, two, oh, sorry, the week later, sorry, because it's midweek, the second game. Mm. Um, if we can know I was like, i was gonna say now, if we can, if we. If we take three points in the in the in the league game against the, Liverpool, and it puts us and it then pushes us onto a on a massive run, win run, I'll take that. I'll t- and it pushes us towards the title. I'm taking mm. that now. Respect, know, like, again, people know I love the FA Cup, but I the FA Cup by now. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, same yeah. we here. Wait I...
1: We've
0: waited. We've all waited twenty years for this. So come on, <laughs> it'll be so. And, fitting, uh, look, you know,
1: again, I I love the FA Cup. <laughs> You know, just as much as anyone, I'd really do, yeah. genuinely. It's um, great competition. I, well, I wanted, obviously, I wanted to be in it, but the fact that we've gone out of it now, we've, it gives us this two-week break. And obviously, yeah. Liverpool have got two games, haven't they, back-to-back in the semi-final oh, yeah. of this yeah. tournament. They're not going, They're not going to have the me. break. And They're not going to have a break. No. So, it may work out to be good this season, as long as we can capitalise and... Um, Start winning football matches again when we get get back, which I'm sure we will. And Elise is one that I would love to get to to be the one fighting for the place for Saka. Mm, yeah, he's a great, he's such a good player to watch, isn't he?
0: He's young, hungry as well. Knows the London area, so doesn't need to adapt to London life either. I Just, believe
1: there's a, a release clause that comes into uh, action in the summer.
0: I've heard about this. Yeah.
1: I don't know the exact figure, but I, I, I've, I've heard read
0: so that. There is one comes in. That, yeah, I think a few people mentioned it in other group chats. There's, they haven't said how much, but they've said there is there's a release call that activates in the summer. Mm. Second of the season ends, basically.
1: Yeah, so that would be a really interesting one because he could play anywhere across the front three, which he's done in the past. Mm. He's played left, right, and centre. So um, Yeah. Sort of play, mm-hmm. Michael to likes, and if that release clause is a reasonable figure in this day and age, then um, a lot of clubs are going to be after him.
0: Oh, yeah, you'd expect it. I mean, the, what was it? Manchester United are looking at him, but he's always told well, him, Go away, not interested. Or not. I want to go to Arsenal. I'm going to go anyway. I'm going to Arsenal. So they, he's always saying, Come get me, come get me to us. So want
1: why would go- anyone in his situation want to go there when you've got a whole host? of young players that have gone there and their careers have gone down the toilet. Going all the way back to Wilfried Zaha, his mate, by the way. going
0: nowhere. They're also, just, they're just going nowhere as a, as a club, with all due respect to United, historically-wise. But right here, right now, they're going nowhere. Nowhere fast. I mean, we, that game last night was the starliest game in the world. <laughs> it was dreadful, went, imagine, going, imagine going full strength. And I mean, they went full strength and anyone didn't watch the game against a, league, a team that's two leagues below them fighting for their lives. In League One, um, and struggling, they and gave away him. so
1: many chances. I watched yeah. the whole game, and they yeah. had to cheat. They had to cheat to put the game to bed in the end of yeah. the
0: day, literally. And surprise, surprise! The Portugal manager, the former Wigan manager, but Port- current Portugal manager Martinez, was part of the ITV crew. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong, fantastic. Da-da-da-da. No, of course it's a penalty. Yeah, like like you're inviting him on, and he's going to snag off his bloody one Of his main players for his country that he's managing,
1: a, yeah, absolute joke. It really was. It was uh reminiscent of the Jota one, wasn't it? Um, yeah, that, from that, Liverpool,
0: that, that was ridiculous. That was That's that, the worst,
1: the difference, the worst is, thing I've that, ever seen on a football pitch. In, yeah, the difference in is, is of the difference
0: of this. with Diogo, the, the there's a VAR to look at it. They went, No, no problem. Penalty, what have they seen? I'd love to know what they saw because what, I, what from what I saw, he run, he made two clean strides past the goalkeeper, kicked the floor, and fell to the floor
1: hello
0: so basically as i said it because i did what i did a stream for i was like so now from now on guys kick the floor if you're if you're not sure of yourself just kick the floor go down you got a penalty i know i'm pe- 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 grass, grass grasp a failure now
1: <laughs> jesus
0: christ
1: i know it's crazy you
0: bet on even modric scores or not he ain't scoring don't even know if he started or not but he ain't scoring he doesn't what,
1: score in this, in this game you're on now, <laughs> he's got to get on the pitch first. But well, there you go, <laughs> unless he uh, is playing, I haven't seen him, which is not, um, wouldn't be unusual for him, would it be, really? But i wouldn't
0: say, be un- wouldn't be? wouldn't no, be, I haven't be seen him, yeah. I haven't <laughs>
1: seen him playing,
0: yes, Gary. They are losing one. nil. you just, just before you came in, the goal happened. BX yeah, gave us a heads up, and then, yeah, Andrew's like, yep, yeah, happened, goal, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear! All right, but yeah, you know what? We've been going for an hour and fifteen now. We're going to wrap things up. To be back. back. Yeah, I've enjoyed that. We've been, I've enjoyed it as well. One on one as well. The chat, chat. have been going back and forward. Muhammad from over on your channel. I don't know if you saw. He's in the. He was in the chat as well a few times. Yeah, I think you panicked that you didn't see his message and all that as well. But
1: oh, sorry, Mohammed I, I
0: tried to reassure him You did see. It. He's in the chat. He's got his chat on. I haven't that. got my
1: glasses on, so I'll, yeah. I'm really struggling yes. to read most of it, to be honest.
0: Uh, basically, saying hi and all that, and what, what. Uh, nice one, Hope to catch up with you sometime. He said, basically. Yeah. So, Mo, if you're still there, I've relayed it back to him now. It's all cool. Thank but you, Mo. It's, don't you get panic. He's like, calm down.
1: <laughs> no, genuinely, I'm struggling to read. What you know, oh, I can just. To...
0: Oh, they just heisting in the chat now because you've got points in this channel now. Seems, yeah, a lot of changes you've been on. We've recently in- introduced coins now into the channel, so it gives them something to use <laughs> and watch <them> along.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Is that where
1: you can like throw eggs at? I don't know. What you can do things to the host uh, and stuff like that. Uh, basically,
0: what? yeah. Once I get used to the system, yeah, I'll be that. I'll be able to put them things on and all that, like bombs and all that. And sh- That's that, it. Yeah. That, yeah. Bombs and eggs and little sound bites. We've all we've all got, got that in. Get in that mindset already, but when Tom, and Mr. Tom, who's a Leeds fan, he's literally got like a ridiculous amount now. So when the, when I when I integrate all this, all this bombing and all that, he's going to be having a field day. Is right <laughs> in terms of the podcast side of things, I might have to turn it off because we are recording these podcasts for the audio, so it'd be a bit concerning when the listeners listen to this and go, they
1: hear a random bomb. Oh my god! Off. Sorry, uh, Cole Palmer genuinely did miss an open goal there. Oh my god! It bounced <laughs> bounced out the goalkeeper's hands. The, he ended up right next to the goalkeeper with the open goal, his go, you know, gaping goal, and he put it over the bar. Bloody hell! So he's having a bloody nightmare. This it, this player that's supposed to be better than Saka is like uh, just fun,
0: bargain on the season and all that malarkey.
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you know? I can't remember what happened, but just quickly before we go, just, just random thing. In the, like, we're talking about these. Uh, England under-21s winning the tournament last summer. Yeah. There was a couple of things, and I can't remember what it was now because my brain is so stupid nowadays, but there's a couple of parts from Cole Palmer's when he was playing for England in that tournament that really, really put me off him. And even though I can't remember exactly what it was, both me and my son were watching it at the same time, and we we looked at each other at the time and thought, oh, what a snidey... You know, and uh, he put us off him, and I've never, never forgiven him for it. But I can't even remember what it was. Now, <laughs> first, but I still don't like him as a player because of that tournament. Oh my god! They've just missed another really, oh, really god. easy chance again. <laughs> oh my! Is was it Cole Palmer again? Hang on. Let me just click here's Palmer again. Oh my god! What well, he's having an absolute mare. <laughs> He could have had three goals in the time that I've been having this uh, conversation.
0: Yeah, bargain, of, yeah, bargain of the season apparently. Forty million quid for Man City. I mean, there's a reason. Well, as good as he may look at times, there's a reason why Pep didn't want to keep hold of him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if you're if you are top quality, Pep keeps hold of him. Look at Phil Foden.
1: That's all I'm saying.
0: Or the, or the other lad that fought through recently, um, Rico Lewis.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: Just just putting it out there. That's all I'm saying. He's a stat pedder, that's, that's what I'm going to say. Kyle Palmer's a stat pedder. Against, against, against the Mino teams, you'll score one or two goals Against in the big games. Unless it's a penalty, you'll go missing.
1: Yeah, I've I, I got a feeling that, that he was really greedy and didn't pass the players a lot of the time and shot when he should have just... And There's gaping opportunities to pass it across the goal, the goal mouth and stuff like that in the under-21s and which really put me off him at the end of the day. And I think one of the passes was to a Smith Rowe that he just didn't take. That'd be and, why. And he blasted, <laughs> Yeah. But the thing is he blasted the ball over the, through the bar for about the 15th time that game. And Smith Rowe yes, was, was like play. literally unmarked in the penalty box. Sounds it's about a things things like that, which really put me off him and he dived as well. Actually. I remember now it's coming back to me. He did this theatrical dive, which, which was what like was reminiscent of what Jota did not long ago. And, um, I hate that. I mean, I've had, I've had people come back to me on Twitter and saying, "Well, if you," because I was going on about um, Fernandez yeah. yesterday, and uh, they said, "Well, if he was your team, you would have you'd be uh, saying he was a genius and all this sort of stuff." And I, I can genuinely say, hand on my heart, to anyone, if it was an Arsenal player, I still hate it because I hate diving and cheating yeah. in football. I wouldn't like it at all. If if any of our players dive, which not luckily we haven't got many to do, if ever. Um, although people accuse Sakharovic stupidly, which is like really does my head in because he doesn't, he's not a diver at all, yeah. and people think he is. Um, but if our players do, then I, I, I will say I, that's embarrassing. I don't like seeing that. One thing that annoys me at the moment is how long we're t- taking over throw I think it's it does my head You're in. Like I should throw the bloody ball. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Ooh. It's like Ed's, it's ten minutes oh. into the game. We're taking thirty <laughs> seconds over a throwing. And I honestly hate it. I mean, but again, my son, you know, the, Toby, that watches it with me, he's like, he's the same, shouting at the screen, "Throw the bloody ball!" It's like <laughs> yeah, I think it's quite cringe and it's quite annoying uh, how it's taking so long over throwings. But yeah, i will happily say if one of our players died, that I'd you know that's not on. I don't like it, and I'll never support it. Mm. So, yeah, I remember Cole Palmer doing it, and that put me off him as well. So it was, was his greediness and diving that put me off him in the summer.
0: Yeah, that sounds a bit right. Oh, dear. Right. A, That's right we, we are going to go. But, yeah, as I say, in terms of Cole Palmer, if, if he was a, an amazing an amazing player of Man City quality, we were to, a, triple, triple winners, by the way. And, by the way, he sco- also, he did score at Wembley against us. If he was that amazing for Pep... He would have kept Pep would have kept him. That's all I'm saying. Maybe a good player, but he's not Pep quality, clearly. And even then he's he's the reason he looks good, just before I things up, the reason he looks so good at Chelsea is because what else do what else did Chelsea have at the moment?
1: Yeah, I'm, obviously I'm not stupid and you know he is a good player, but he's not as amazing and unbelievable as people are making him out to be. And this, this match is showing that completely three yeah. goal, give chances one open goal and two easy chances and he's not scored so but, uh,
0: we've, and with that we are going to wrap things up we are out of here um thanks again andrew hope you do this again soon yeah obviously when you have to time and all that um because you've got i know you've got ben you won't i don't know if you want to say anything but you've got a lot planned coming up so off, off air so we say and uh so yeah, whenever you're free, just let me know, and we'll sort this out again. We hope today, get a more positive situation where we're we're going in the right direction again.
1: <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Fingers crossed. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it's. I'm confident it's, it's going to be good, turned yeah. around really, really quickly.
0: Yeah. And everyone, and also everyone else in the chat, all the regulars that took part in the chat, be it in whatever capacity. Cheers again. Thank you um, for coming along. And the listeners, again, thank you for listening. We'll now put this up on the audio and all that. Um, if, you want to listen, if you've missed any of this show, you want to listen to it back but on the go. This will be available in the next half hour over on Spotify and all the other audio platforms. So just listen to it on the go. Share it about as well. Plug up that side of things as well. And we'll see you soon. As always, we're back on Thursday for Angie's show. She was in earlier, Angie's show, with the where we obviously we were more focused on the women's team and the the youth team as well with Emerson and... Uh, He's insight to the youth team and all that in the academy and what's going on there. Um, apart from that, guys, we will see you soon. As always, take care of yourselves and up the Arsenal. Come on, you gunners. Come on, you gunners. Thank you for listening to From Dial Square to Where. Please help us grow by giving us a 5-star review on Apple Podcasts and following the show on your preferred podcast platform. Please also visit our Facebook page, our Twitch channel
1: and of course our YouTube channel, and whilst you are there, please subscribe and hit the notification button so you don't miss any upcoming shows. Please also press the like button on the video so we can get recommended by YouTube to other Arsenal fans all around the world. See you soon.